Welcome back to the Dad in the Rock podcast. This is Sean. And I'm Chris. Chris, what uh, what are we talking about this week? Uh, this week we figured we'll dive into uh, the video games now, then, what are kids playing now, what we enjoyed, uh, what, you know, what's out there that has passed us by. Yeah, you and I kind of grew up in the, uh, the, I wouldn't say the dawn age of the video games because... I think Atari preceded the most of us, but uh, uh, yeah, we kind of uh, saw it come to, to where it is now as far as a successful medium. I mean, it's it makes more money than movies these days. Oh, well, they are movies. They're just really interactive. Yeah. That's the big thing. I mean, you look at games nowadays, it's you know, the open world games. I, there's really not much of an ending to it. The video game company can continue adding content in it, and you just pay an extra $15 for it, and you just continue playing until... You get kicked off by your wife. Yeah, exactly. Do you, uh, have you gone to arcades much as a kid? I don't remember you and I going to many arcades, but uh, was that a thing when you we were like, We didn't as like us, but I do remember there being an arcade in downtown Millville, like on Main Street. Yeah. Now, I don't know how often I went, but I remember playing like video games like uh, Mario Jam or NBA Jam. Oh, I love Mario Jam. That's my favorite. <laughs> but was that, was that like a, uh, like a video store, a rental store. That, that's really... I don't, really don't remember playing very many video games at an arcade. But then again, that was kind of before us as well. That was more... Yeah, I guess early, you're right. That mid, was more of the 80s thing. And they yeah. started dying off. Yeah, they really did. I guess in the 90s they, they started to become less and less popular. Um, but I I go to one every chance I get now. Usually they're... Uh, they open up these things called like barcades where it's like an arcade and a bar you get like bar food and drinks they have one of those up here it's called the rec bar uh, okay or- i think yeah i think there's one not that far from my house here and they're kind of playing off the dungeons and dragons name oh what's the name of it uh that i, I just really oh. don't remember. I, I remember i remember that that stuck with me oh did they uh, do like tabletop gaming like more of that stuff yeah what's your uh, earliest experience your earliest memory uh, with video games, where'd you start out? Uh, I mean, I we like both of us. I'm pretty sure we both played the Mario, Super Mario, both on on Nintendo, um, Paper Boy, games like that. I mean, I, I remember playing them, but I don't remember playing them a ton. The original NES. Yeah, I mean, that one there. You had to pull the cartridge out, blow in the cartridge, blow yeah. inside of it, put it back in, the whole deal. Oh, that lasted for years. Even through the '64, you had to do that. Oh. yeah. <laughs> but I, I think the majority of like when when I really started enjoying playing it, it was more when it went to the Super Nintendo. Oh yeah, because I mean they still brought back all of the like the Mario games. They brought it back in what Super Mario Party, not Party, uh, Super Mario All Stars or something like that. Yeah, where they had all the games on one cartridge. Yeah, I had that. But then that like I, I remember Star Fox being a game I used to love. Oh, that's right. Uh, a really obscure one. Home Alone. You loved Home Alone? I loved Home Alone. I don't know what it was about that game, but I loved it. On the Super Nintendo? Yeah, Super Nintendo. Wow. Looking back and, you know, finding an emulator or something like that, playing it now, I'm like, I don't know what I was thinking. (laughs) Because it is a very bad game, but... It's bad and it's it's hard. It's not... And it's not very rewarding. (laughs) No, not at all. It's aggravating at any... Yeah. Yeah. In most cases. Well, I was the same. I mean, I my first 
uh, deep dive into playing video games and owning a video game system was uh, the Nintendo Entertainment System. Now that came back it out originally back in 1985, but um, it must have been a few years that it had been out already because I don't remember getting it until maybe after my sister was born. That was 88, so I probably got mine in 88 or 89. Uh, but yeah, I mean, every I think every family TV that still sat on the floor because that's the day and age it was. They had a TV sitting on the floor and a Nintendo uh, up top, and uh, you know your your mom and dad would be stealing the Nintendo Zapper trying to play Duck Hunt. Uh, that was good stuff. I remember it just like it was a uh, a way for uh, is like being a reward. Like kids nowadays, I think they just hop on the video game system, like as soon as they come home from school, and there's like no question about it. For but for me, it was like you know do your chores and eat all your dinner, and maybe you get to play Super Mario Brothers for twenty minutes before you go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I never remember being really restricted. I just remember playing it when I could and. I was always lucky enough. I feel like there was it was always an option, like it was always a system there. There was always a new one there. I don't know how that happened because we were by no means uh, that well off, but I always seemed to have you know the new one, the Nintendo Super Nintendo, uh, the sixty four. Uh, yeah, the Dreamcast. Well, you guys, the Dreamcast was kind of here and gone. I th- yeah. Oh, I was gonna say that. Like I remember you guys even having the Sega. I couldn't remember if it was the Saturn or the Dreamcast. That's right. Yeah, uh, I think we may have had the Saturn at one point as well. We pretty much uh, kind of went through them. Now we didn't do the Playstations. Yeah, that was kind of your things. So I remember I had like the sixty four. Yep. And we'll be playing games on that. Then we'll go play, you know, on yours and whatever games there were out at that time uh, for that one. Yeah, I was a Nintendo kid. I mean, I had the NES. That was my first system. And then eventually, when the Super Nintendo came out, um, I'd got gotten that for Christmas one year. Um, and you're right. I never got into like the Sega Genesis, which was kind of the uh, the other brand system that was out around that time. You know, it was the the Pepsi to the Coke. You know, yeah. It's like you had one yeah, or the so other as kids. You would come to my house and would play. Uh, we'll play Sonic or you know whatever one else was out. Uh, yeah. Echo or something like that. Echo the Dolphin. Yeah. Boy, there were some good games. Um, but yeah, I was a Nintendo kid until about 1995 96 that's when the original playstation came out now known as playstation one but back then it was just playstation yeah now it's retro yeah now i can't believe it just like um songs that we used to listen to on the radio you know metallica or whatever now that's oldies and and classic rock (laughs) it's so sad when you can you know you go to the classic rock station you hear things you were listening to in high school yeah it's happened and it's happening more and more Next on the classic rock station, Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, oh, that's <laughs> breaks my <painful>. heart. <laughs> <laughs> it's no longer the Eagles. The Eagles are now like way back. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like not Jimi Hendrix and uh, you know Eric Clapton. It's <laughs> stuff from. I, I'd be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if like uh, Disturbed and Godsmack were on there. Classic oh, it's rock. Not, yeah, no, we're not far out from those two either. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean that kind of time stamps us as far as where we at. The, we, you and I met uh, in '93 or so, so that was right around the time of the Super Nintendo, and you had the Genesis. Yeah, so uh, I remember playing Sonic Two, and you were always Sonic, and I was you were I was tails, tails, always trying to catch me, and you'd uh, go off screen uh, all the yeah, time. all the dang time, and I just settled for it because it was your system, and uh, it didn't bother me too much. Yeah, no, the game changer for us was Donkey Kong Country. Oh, that's right. When there was Donkey Kong and there was Diddy, and they kind of you can play in both at the same time. So, 
So even if Donkey Kong got off the screen too far, Diddy just automatically caught up. Yeah, and, and we he wouldn't was even doing his own thing. We wouldn't have to pass controllers or anything. Like yeah. the 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 two player dynamics in that game were pretty were pretty great and revolutionary. And the graphics I, to this day, when I look at Donkey Kong Country, the graphics and like the worlds, I still can't believe it's like the same system that you know Super Mario and like it's you know it's like uh, it's sixteen bit, but it looks like it's got shading and like three D yeah, effects. They did and, a really good job with it. And it was it was. Difficult enough to be challenging, but not too challenging to eliminate all the, you know, the enjoyment from it. Do you remember getting the books for these games? Like you oh, buy the this walkthrough. Yeah, the walkthrough books. Like you would go and they'd be they'd be about twenty bucks. You go to you know software etc. <laughs> wow! In the wow. Mall. Yeah, I don't hey. think anyone listening to this podcast may know what software etc. is. Babbages and software etc. That's that, guys. That was GameStop before GameStop was GameStop. Uh, but you'd go in there and uh, you'd buy these. Essentially, they were magazines, but they were a little bit thicker and a little bit better made, like uh, like thicker like uh, paper. And uh, they go for a high price nowadays. I was, I was talking to a guy uh, recently, and uh, he said that uh, the Final Fantasy VII walkthrough guide yeah. goes for like 100 bucks on eBay oh. now. <laughs> really? Yeah, like we the original. We went through that like it's nothing. Oh, I know. Pitched it when we were done with it. Yep. Uh, exactly. But if we held on to those, I mean, looking back on, we were terrible at these video games because we couldn't get anywhere without any of these walkthroughs. Uh, well, I mean, to be fair, I think kids nowadays just hop on the latest YouTube video or whatever to help them get through levels. We didn't have that as kids. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't have Twitch or anything to kind of fall back on to get our information and and how yeah. to do. What yeah. we need to do. Let me just turn on my favorite Twitch celebrity and find out how to get through this part. Yeah, let's see. Let's see how you did this. Let's back up. Okay, <laughs> that was three episodes ago. Oh, that's where you found this stuff. If if we would have told us as kids that in the future people would a lot of people would be doing nothing but sitting down and watching other people play video games as like their favorite thing to do, I I don't know if we would have believed it. Yeah, no, there's no. I still can't believe it, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I really can't. Like, I don't know. I, I've sat back and I've tried. Like, I'll turn a channel on and a new game came out that I'm interested in. Just be- I don't have the time to buy one. I don't have the time really to play one. So I'm like, okay, let me see if I can just get something out of this. No, nothing. I actually do that. There were, Now, I currently, I have a PlayStation 4. I've had Xbox systems um, since the Xbox 360. I had the Xbox 360, the Xbox One. And then recently, I, I, well, I ended up giving my Xbox One to my nephew. Nephew, if you're listening, you're welcome. All I did was like mow my lawn two times, and he got an Xbox One. Overpaid. <laughs> uh, but no, now I got a PS4. I got it for Red Dead Redemption 2, and I played a few other things, like the Spider-Man game, which is a lot of fun. Uh, the Resident Evil 2 remake, which is a lot of fun. Um, yeah, that's what I have now, the, the PS4 and uh there are some games though that i don't it's like i don't have the at least i don't know if i just don't have enough interest or i just don't want to shell out the 60 bucks um but i do watch some of these guys play games on youtube uh it's mostly just to see like storylines um i'll give you an example like the latest uh star wars battlefront game okay yeah at the time i didn't have a ps4 or a system to play it on but it came out and I knew there was a story element to it, and I had to know like what took place in that story. 
of that video game. So I just watched this guy online play it, and I got a lot of enjoyment out of it. And he ended up putting out, like, um, I don't know, uh, like 15 to 20 episodes where he just sit down and kind of play through this thing. Um, so I get the appeal of it. Uh, I just wouldn't use it as my only, uh, you know, my favorite pastime to sit down and watch other folks play. I didn't know they actually did it like some of the people actually did it by episodes. They by level almost, so you can sit down and say, okay, I want to watch you know, this much of it. I thought most of them was like live, live streaming, and it was pretty much, it just, you kind of jump in wherever they're at. A lot of them do, um, and Twitch used to be kind of the only place you could do that. YouTube is moving more into that now with a lot of live streaming. I mean, you'll notice how YouTube is doing a lot of more live streaming these days, but... Um, yeah, but anyway, the ones that I watched, yeah, that's what they would do. They would sit down and maybe have, like, 20-minute gaming sessions. Uh, where you, and they would edit it out to where, you know, you wouldn't watch them keep dying over and over again. <laughs> you know, they just kind of show the it best parts like of professionals. it. Right, it makes them look really good at it. And they just kind of breeze through these games. But mostly I did it just to watch kind of, like, the cutscenes and how they play out with the gameplay. And, oh, yeah. Um, but uh, it's, it's, it's kind of fun. But nowhere near as fun as actually playing a video game. Probably nowhere near as aggravating as playing the video game either. Oh, yeah. That's that's for real. You and I would get uh, plenty aggravated back in the day. Specifically, uh, do you remember Resident Evil 2, the original, playing that on PlayStation? Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, that, that was actually one of the scariest like video games I have ever played. So I remember there was, there was a whole scene where we were just playing, and I think... One of the main characters busted through the wall. Yeah, yeah. And all I ever remember is us yelling and throwing the remote control, and it coming. Luckily, coming unplugged because the minute that came unplugged, it paused the it paused. game for us. Yes. So we had a time to you know catch our breath, laugh at ourselves, right? And figure out what the crap is going on to move forward with it. Well, here's what here's the deal with that specific title because I remember that was like a Christmas present or something. And oh, we're we uh, gonna tell on ourselves. Yeah, we might as well. It's a good story. Who cares? <laughs> it's been it's a long, that was a long well, time ago. Yeah, what, 15 plus years ago? <laughs> yeah, statute of limitations here. But uh, So what Chris and I would do, you know, we would know that I'd ask for a particular game for Christmas or whatever, and I, you know, we didn't live in huge houses where there's a tons of hiding spaces for presents, so we would know pretty much where presents would be hid. And uh, this game in particular, I we I would actually like carefully untape, unwrap, uh, we'll open it up, red strip <laughs> off around the end, and then pop the game out. Yeah. Take it out, take it upstairs, would we'll play it, play it, and then but when we we're done, make sure we put it back in there, a little bit of tape, cover it back up, and then rewrap it. Like it never even happened. Sometimes yeah. it wasn't wrapped. Sometimes it was. Yeah. Sometimes we would get to it and it would be wrapped and be like, dang. Darn it, like another level to, <laughs> yeah, to get the exactly. game out. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, so I think that added to the drama of it all, us playing this thing when we weren't supposed to and, like, keeping the volume down and uh, trying to not freak out, and all of a sudden the tyrant would bust through the wall and scare us both half to death, and we'd throw the controller. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we got pretty good at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, man, that, yeah, that's something that... Those little stories there are great. Yeah, but um, that's you know what we used to do as is kids and uh, uh, a lot of experience with uh, the, the classic mascots now. Your Sonic, your your Mario, and your other uh, PlayStation games. But um, how about uh, these days? What do you what do you play now? 
I really, I mean, kind of like you were saying with your uh, PlayStation, then you gave away your Xbox. I My Xbox was sitting there. I bought my Xbox One for one game and one game alone, and it was Mass Effect, the third one. Right, yeah. So I went ahead and got that, played that, loved that series. Oh, I did too. Three. Yeah, we could, we then, could probably talk a whole hour about Mass Effect, the both of us. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, yeah. And We're then uh, I seen that the next one was coming out. I was like, okay, I still got my you know, my system here. I'm, I want to play this game. Got it. I don't know if it was because the main story was already over and you're playing different characters and, you know, you're still in that world with the characters that you kind of, they developed, or I say the races and species that they actually developed. Yeah. But it was different. And it was so large. And then having the two kids and working and, want to spend time with them and spend time with the wife. I just, I, I had to sacrifice somewhere. Yeah. And in most places, if I was going to sacrifice, I was going to wind up being sleep. And I'm at the point where now I am now, uh, that's not going down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My, my body just won't let me sacrifice sleep anymore. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Everyone will hate me if I don't get a certain amount of sleep. Right. So I eventually, uh, it's been, Wow. Maybe six months, uh, maybe maybe closer to a year. I actually put it out on Facebook Marketplace and sold it. Yeah. So I am now personally without a system. My son has a Nintendo Switch, which was a good introductory system for him because he gets his Mario's, he gets you know all that stuff there. But for me personally, I really don't have anything to sit down and play a game on, which is kind of uh, disappointing at times, but... Like I said, if I had it, it would just be gaining dust like the other one did, and I just won't play it. Yeah, I can't say that I blame you, because I yeah, I did grab a PS4 uh, last November, so I've had it almost a year now, and I've owned and have played on it a total of maybe three games, and I haven't even played them all the way through. So it's just one of those things where I think, you know, the older we get... I, I think there's, there's two things at work here. I mean, one, you and I are dads now, so our times are spend on other things <laughs> other than ourselves <laughs> yeah we gotta budget our time better right we get a limited amount of time to ourselves and when we do there's tons of other stuff besides video games to do but um there's that there's there's limited time but also the fact that video games now have become like these large epic storylines and these narratives to where you can't just play a game like you could you know back when we were kids and in one sitting be done with it like, now games sprawl out to where you're playing them for 40, 60, 80 hours. Oh, yeah, you can easily get lost in a game, you know, mean to play it for 30, and you've been playing it for 30 minutes, and now you're playing it for two hours. Yeah. And that's what used to happen to me in Mass Effect. But I just don't, I don't want to look at the clock and say 1 o'clock, and I'm like, oh, man. That's exactly what happened to me on Mass Effect. I remember playing Mass Effect 2. Um, there was a time where I would have a day off during the week, like a random, you know, like Tuesday or Wednesday off while my wife would have to go to work all day. So she'd be jealous. I'd get to kind of bum around the house. This is uh, pre, you know, our daughter, of course. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, would, I wouldn't watch TV. I would throw in Mass Effect 2, intending just to play it for, like you said, maybe an hour tops and get some gaming in. And before I know it, it's 5 o'clock, and uh, my wife is walking, walking through the door. the door asking what you did all day. Exactly. Like, what have you been up to all day? You've been playing this all day? No. Well, what kind of, of, course what kind of really you know, smart lie can you come up with that you can back <laughs> up somehow? <laughs> no, I don't want to tell you how pathetic I was and didn't even eat lunch because I was absorbed in this video game for the Can't last seven hours. you see uh, I'm still unshowered? here yeah <laughs> i haven't bathed i haven't eaten uh and i plan to play it more once you go to bed <laughs> <laughs> but, 
But some games get you like that. They grab you. But it's anymore, it's kind of fewer and farther between. There are certain series that I'll go to. Uh, Red Dead recently became one. I was kind of... I, I looked and... Um, you, you've heard of Red Dead Redemption 2, right? Yeah, and I've heard of it. I've got absolutely no experience playing it. I really so, even know a whole lot about it. So it's an open-world game, a lot like a Grand Theft Auto or, or anything, to where you're not necessarily on any particular one story arc. You can kind of pick and choose how you want to go in this open world, right? Uh, but instead of, you know, a dirty, grimy Los Angeles or, you know, the the stuff that Grand Theft Auto is typically known for, is you're back in the Old West and you're playing as a cowboy and a, and a cowboy gang. Uh, you're riding a horse and stealing horses as opposed to stealing cars and stuff. It was a lot of fun. Take them to an old town road? You you could. <laughs> you could do that if you wanted to. I don't think you'd want to anymore, though. That's played <laughs> out. Um, but, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I saw, um, in fact, the whole reason I bought it, the whole reason I bought a PS4 was because of that game, and the whole reason I wanted to play that game was because I actually watched a few videos on YouTube of <laughs> people playing it, and the story looked so absorbing that um, that I had to get it. That's kind of my my favorite feature of any video game these days. Like, if, if it doesn't have a, a story that's going to wrap me into it, then I typically don't have a lot of desire to play it, even more so than the gameplay. It's got to have a great story. There's a game that I'm gonna wind up playing. I love playing the FIFA soccer games. Oh yeah, I mean they are they are really now. I won't play them online because man, those kids online are ruthless. No, they will, they will stomp you to the ground and laugh and curse at you the whole way. I'm like, I don't want, I don't want none of that. I'll play the computer on hard. Man, I beat that bad. I think that's probably the third reason why you and I don't play video games as much is because of the online component. That seems to be more and more of the selling point for these games that come out now, and I just have never had any interest to play against anyone else. Yes, yeah. <laughs> single if player I'm for play me, please. Someone else, I'm gonna play against them on my TV, split screen. Exactly. Let's have fun. Or, but, I mean, if we're gonna go really into it, two different systems on the same network, hooked up to you know two different TVs right there. Yeah, I don't want to play with a bunch of kids that are cursing at me. Yeah, because I can't, I can't reach through the screen and smack them. <laughs> right. I, I can't ask them where their parents are and how they raised such an awful person. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, you mentioned earlier that uh, that your son is, is into video games. He's got the Switch. Was that his first system? Uh, that was his first system, but not his first, like, introduction to games. Uh, he played a lot of different types of um, games on, the, say, my, my iPad the apps and all that so he'll play like mario run right uh is one of them uh there i mean there's countless other ones he loves like uh puzzle games and everything now so, when did he start when did he start playing like uh like those app games and tablet games and stuff oh it's uh, this is gonna sound terrible uh but probably three-year-old range yeah he started as kind of if maybe not a little younger just kind of it was something that caught his attention it was something that like entertained him so it's like why not? It's not. I, I, no judgment here. I don't think that's terrible at all. As long as it's like not excessive, you know. There are folks that well, that's all they do is just shove the tablet in front of their kid's face. But um, I, I think I feel like that's pretty impressive for a kid to start getting those motor functions and those skills uh, that young. Honestly. Yeah, he really, he really he really enjoys it. He always kind of has. It's one of those things. In the morning, he wakes up, even though that he has his his switch where he's. I mean, he's all but mastered Mario Odyssey. I mean, that kid just kind of bla- he blasted through that, to my astonishment. Because there's some of the levels I'll play with him every now and then. He's like, Daddy, I can't do this. Can you try it? And I'll play. I'm like, this, is, this isn't this is easy. 
No. It, 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 it's challenging to a level of fun. Right. So I, I'm surprised I haven't actually sat down myself and actually played it a little bit more than I have. Um, but there's that he plays. Uh, there's, I mean, he's got he's got so many games on this Switch that he's asking for a new one. I've looked at him, and I've actually just flat out told him. I said, dude, I didn't get a new game until I beat a game. Right. You've had this Switch for six months. You have, like, seven games. I mean, like, and some of them you don't even play right now. So, like, play some of these other games. At least beat Mario. I said, you beat Mario Odyssey completely. Yeah. We'll go get you your new game. Right. I was like, okay, that's that's where we're at with it. But, like, uh, Mario Party, like, he loves Mario Party. Because that's a game that he can play, and we play as a family. So, instead of, like, sitting around a like a, a a board game and at the kitchen table and playing, you know, Life, Monopoly, Sorry, or any of those. Yeah. Uh, we'll all grab a you know a controller and we'll play River Adventure, where we're paddling down this river trying to complete it and playing these mini games along the way. And it's it's kind of one of our you know our pastimes. Like we'll say, okay, dude, if you're good this week, if you're good come Friday, we'll spend you know x amount of time playing this game. Because uh, River Adventure, that one gets tiring. So you got to actually row the boat. So oh it's yeah. A lot more. But uh, like, if we do a board game, it's it's just like a board game. You jump your character, hit the dice, he moves so many. The goal is to get as many stars as you can within the amount of time you have, or the uh, moves you have. And they have it set where it's either individual or you can have teams. So it's a, uh, it's fun. I mean, he enjoys. It. I I find it you know fun from time to time. We actually have you know our amount of or our games that we really enjoy in there there's one called slapperazzi and my wife loves it, it oh what's her, that what's slapperazzi it's her psychotic side <laughs> uh, uh basically you have the four characters and then there's gonna be four different spots where a photographer will show up the goal is to be the f- closest to the actual camera to get four points but what you wind up doing is you slap the snot out of the other characters to get them out of the way Wow. So you are really, you're beating the crap out of each other to, to get that main shot. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of fun. Yep. It, I mean, Nintendo has a way of like throwing back to that old school, just fun gameplay where it's not as, you know, um, in depth as the uh, other stuff that's out there on PS4, but uh, it's just still maybe a little bit more fun. Nintendo, I think, more than the other companies like Sony and. Microsoft, I think they're a little bit be- better at uh, keeping games fun, the way video games were fun when we were kids. Uh, well, yeah, fun, but they're also they make sure they keep it family oriented. Yeah, there's nothing. Uh, yeah, I mean, slapperazzi where we're hitting each other, but it's it's fun. I mean, we're not. It's not maliciously done. Right. You're not walking through, you know, Grand Theft Auto, and you're you know running people over, or if you're in another game shooting, you know, uh, the Call of Duties. You're not sitting down with a family and playing those games. Yeah, that's that's true. I I, I eventually want to get um, uh, a Nintendo system to play with as a family. Uh, my daughter's not so into video games just yet, but I think she's getting there. Right now, she does have a couple of tablet games that she goes to. Dude, I'm telling you, invest in a Switch. Yeah. Because she can play it as a tablet on the couch. She can actually plug it into the TV and... Uh, that's a that's a good starting point right there. The Switch with Mario Party. Yeah. Because she can pick you know, Princess Peach or you know one of those. She can be you know one of the princess characters. I know she's she enjoys those from Disney. She does. And then say you can go ahead and pick Mario or whatever it is. And 
and your wife can actually join in. So you'd have you'd be like us. You'd be three characters on one computer, and you can go through it and you can play it. And I, I bet you it would be something she would enjoy. You know what? Next time we come down, I'm bringing it. Yes, please do. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it so we, we can kind of get that. And we'll have you know we have four controllers. Actually, we bought a couple extras. To make sure, so when one dies, we always have you know an extra one going. Now these uh, board games and like Mario Party games, if if we had a Switch, would we be able to play against you guys online? Like, uh, could we do like a session of Mulholland's versus Regan's? <laughs> like two on two? No, I don't know for certain, but they do have an online portion because I know, like, say Mario Kart, you absolutely can. Oh wow! Uh, I don't know for Mario Party. So I know Mario Kart. What you can do is you set up. And say uh, both, uh, say me and my son would have a character. Right. And then you and your daughter can have a character. And we're racing four on, or up to, actually up to eight, because you can split your screen into four. So we can have four here and four there, or, you know, whatever it is, whatever the online capacity is. And I think you can actually do it privately as well, so you can make sure it's just, you know, people you invite. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. I mean, Mario Kart was another one for you and me. I remember playing the heck out of that on your Nintendo 64, <laughs> Rainbow oh, Road. Yeah, my son hates playing me in that game, and so does my <laughs> wife, because it's I get super uber competitive playing it, because I'm like, yeah. Yeah, this, is what I, this was my game. Leave me alone. Yeah, eat this bullet bill and let me zoom past you. Oh, yeah, or get there's new ones where like, you ink them, and all of a sudden you can't see nothing. <laughs> And then you you know wind up going off the car, but that's also a, a good game to start with as well because they have a drive assist driving options on there. So say you can have it set up where you can't run off the road. Say say if you're playing Rainbow Road, okay, you can't fall off. That'd be good, I think, because my daughter doesn't have the same experience. I don't think her hand-eye coordination is quite there yet. I think she'd sometimes I think she'd be more frustrated trying to figure a game out than she would to have fun with it. Um, but yeah, if I had something like that to kind of ease her into it, that, that might help. Yeah. The, the, then the switch is absolutely, and it's not expensive. Uh, what we started with, which we have turned away from is with the switch. You can actually either buy the cartridge, which is a huge mistake. I, I would say, don't do that at all costs. Really? Why is that? Oh, uh, because you can actually get them to download directly on the switch as well. Oh, don't they take up a lot of like hard drive space on the Switch, though? Oh, not that. Well, see, the thing is, yes yes and no. The Switch has so much internal memory, I don't know off the top of my head exactly what it is, but you can expand it. Oh, and okay. I went out and bought an, uh, a memory card and put it in and expanded the actual internal memory. Just like a little micro SD card? Is that that's, what it takes? That's exactly what it is. Wow, yeah, you can get those cheap these days. Yeah, I popped that in the back of it, and what we wind up doing is we go ahead and say, for instance... We'll go to GameStop or someone and buy him a, a card. Yeah. And then we'll cash in the card, and we'll go to the Mario store. And we'll just go ahead and download the game directly to the system. So now he doesn't have to worry about losing the cartridge. Oh, yeah, that's great. Like, uh, he almost lost Mario Mario Party, I think it was. And I think that was one you got him that... He misplaced. He misplaced Mario Party because Mario Party was in the new case that you gave him, oh. and then the game was actually in the system, and we he couldn't find the actual car, the case of it. I see. So, yeah. So there's definitely the benefits of actually uh, buying the downloaded version rather than the physical case. Just yeah, because the games are really no bigger than a like a memory card. Right. They're, they're really, really small, which is very easy to lose, definitely when it's a kid system meant for kids. 
Yeah, going digital, you don't have to sell me on that too hard. My entire movie library is all digital these days. So, <laughs> um, And a couple of the PS4 games that I got, like the Resident Evil remake, uh, remake that was I, I just bought that digitally. It was like day and date. I was able to download it like at midnight, the, the release date, and start downloading it. That's the only trouble these days. Even when you buy a disc, I, I don't know how it is for the Switch, probably not this way, but I can tell you with the PS4, you could go and uh, buy a hard copy of the disc, the CD, you put it in the drive, and uh, it used to be it just popped the cartridge in and you're playing immediately. But even when you put it in, it still needs to update and take you know anywhere from between 15 to 20 minutes to a half hour to update itself before you can even sit down and play it. That's kind of a, an annoying trait these days. Yeah, I haven't noticed anything like that with the actual Switch itself. But, I mean, I, I don't have, outside of the games I directly play with him, I don't have a whole lot of experience with it. Like, I, I know uh, Donkey Kong. Yeah. There's a game, Donkey Kong is not a game, game on it. I told my wife, I said, I, would, I wouldn't I think I would enjoy getting that. You know, she said, okay, I'll keep that in mind for Christmas. Don't get me that for Christmas. Uh, <laughs> uh, <there. laughs> you hear that, honey? Don't get it for him. Oh, boy. And then there's uh, also the FIFA, the FIFA soccer game. And I, those, I think those games I enjoy playing. I enjoy playing them much more than I like playing a baseball game or even, say, Madden because they're hard. You yeah. can't just pick up one of these FIFA soccer games and expect to, you know, score a bunch of goals or even win for that matter. I mean, there's like four different ways to kick the ball. Then you got to learn how to direct it, and it's just there's so much behind it. There's so much complexity behind it that people just see, oh, it's a soccer game, right? What, well, you know, if I can play Madden, I, I can do this. Yeah, it's not always the case. Speaking of Madden, when's the last time you played a Madden game? Uh, the launch title for the Xbox One. Oh, wow, okay. It was one of the games that came with it, and I only played it maybe less than a handful amount of times. Right. That was a system that my wife disguised as yours. <laughs> Did I, okay, yeah, so this, this is, this is worth a, a funny story worth telling. So at the time that the Xbox One came out, uh, you were currently, if I remember right, you were in between jobs. Yes. And we were going to be going down to see you guys at some point. Now, my wife knew I wanted the system, and she was being slick. She went ahead and had it delivered to our house to send it here because you were home. Right. And she was like, if you get it there, you're going to open it. You know, surprise spoiled. I'm like, okay. I bit it. I took a hook, line, and sinker. And then before... Yeah, and then before we were supposed to go down to see you guys, uh, she said, go ahead and open it. Verify everything's in there, just to make sure we're not taking it down there and it's like, oh, yeah. something's missing. Right. So I popped it open, and I pulled something out. Okay, so I'm looking at it. I'm like, okay, NBA is in there, Madden's in there, and FIFA's in there. <laughs> and some things are, are, are like off. Like I know things are off immediately. Right. I'm like, okay, you would never want NBA. Right. You wouldn't want FIFA. Yeah. I can I can buy Madden. And this is before you were even really into fantasy football or anything like that. Right. But I can still buy you wanting to play Madden just, just because. But definitely not the other two. I'm not a huge sports game guy. Like it's my mine's more like uh, like action RPG type stuff. Yeah. So I'm sitting there, I'm looking at it, I look at her, I'm like, okay, what's up? Something's not right here. <laughs> yeah. And it comes out I'm like okay, so you had it sitting in our bonus room for like a month. 
not letting me touch it. And then you go ahead and say, hey, you know, Merry Christmas. So, uh, yeah, yeah that's, she that's definitely pulled one over my eyes that day, you know, that period of time. Yeah, and for you to believe for one second that my wife would buy me a video game system, man, you were gullible. <laughs> She'd never do that. Oh uh, well, that was bef- well before kids. Still, she oh. won't. Even, she won't even listen to my podcast. <laughs> oh come on! You got to tell her to at least download and like it. No, I think she listened to maybe half of one episode. <laughs> okay, well, we got her a little bit. Yeah, this is a test, honey. If you uh, hear this, let me know. Uh, but yeah, but that, yeah, that, was, that uh, was that was actually really cool how she did that. Uh, that's how I got my Xbox One. And yeah, she won Christmas that year. She actually has a, a habit of winning most years. I won last year, so I'm, I'm definitely keeping track. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that year she uh, she smashed out of the park. Yeah, she got you. She got you good. Yeah. No, I felt I felt like an idiot. And uh, she knew she got me when uh when I looked at it. Cause I looked at it dumbfounded. So I'm looking like no. Why do why does he want these games? I mean, I don't even want NBA. What? Why does he want this? And yeah, then I looked I- at her. I think I got my. I, I ended up getting an Xbox One after you, maybe a, a year or so after you did, and and then eventually became a gigantic Netflix streaming machine that I gave to my nephew. It was just one of those things where uh, it just it, literally that's what it became. I, you could buy what? cheaper things that stream Netflix. Well, that was the only thing I had to play Blu-rays on. It became oh. uh, just a, a Blu-ray player for me. Yeah, yeah, same here. Which anymore, I'm I'm streaming a ton of movies anyway. Uh, that's uh, as far as you know, kind of upcoming technology. Uh, I've been hearing in a lot of the news stories that are coming out the the next generation consoles, the PS5, uh, whatever the new Xbox is going to be. From what I'm hearing, they're they're going to try to move away from actual actually, systems. Well, actually having um, a disc drive even in in the system. Uh, to where it's going to be all streaming, all well, one like all digital downloads, or two actual streaming a video game, which is so- something totally different. Uh, but doesn't isn't Netflix in? Well, it's not Netflix, but isn't, isn't there something out there right now a product that you can actually stream video games and you can actually kind of like rent them, kind of like a Netflix setup? I know there's um, and people who are actual gamers are going to be yelling at their uh, game podcast fly? screens here now, but that's no. Gamefly was like a Netflix for um, video games back when, comparable to when Netflix actually mailed you out DVDs. But Gamefly used to be the same thing where they actually mail you out a disc, a, a video game. I think there's a website called Steam. To okay, where yeah, I know, yeah. It's almost like, like Voodoo or an online service, but it's for video games. So you can buy yeah. it. It's mostly for PC games, but they also have some stuff that's also available on the consoles. Yeah, no, not, yeah Steam's been out there for a long time. Yeah, that's that's something that since we've never been PC gamers, right? Uh, that's kind of the world that that's in. Yes, yeah, so I'm 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 really you know familiar with that there, but it's it's not something that I've never played games on PC. I always kind of find them a little more uh, cumbersome to playing them without you know the controlling system, the keyboard, and it just never was my thing. Yeah, I've never. I mean, I kind of you know I grew up. We grew up with the Nintendo Entertainment System, right? So it was kind of hard to revert to stuff. I think the controllers. Uh, better form factor for actually getting into the game than mouse and keyboard. I know people that use mouse and keyboard for for their PC uh, video game sessions would would hate me for saying that, but that's <laughs> that's just how I feel. <laughs> well, 
Well, what if you learn how to play on mouse and keyboard? It's one thing. Yeah. And you can you you learn it just it becomes second nature. You don't have to look at it. Kind of like when we were playing you know a Nintendo. We know where the buttons are. We're not looking. It's it's muscle memory. Yeah, exactly. So it becomes muscle memory for them. So they have a hard time converting from one from the say from a PC to a console because of the controller. Some of the controllers are bigger. They're bulkier. Their hands don't fit on them comfortably. As easy to say as it does for a mouse that just kind of sits on there, and they can do what they want that way. Isn't that the truth though? Even today, like I can still pick up Tetris or Super Mario. And it's not like I don't know how to play it anymore. Like, you're still hitting the same buttons at the same time that you were back when we were, you know, eight years old. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's well, all brought, there in your fingers. You just brought up a game, uh, Tetris. Oh, yeah. That's something that, uh, that's on the Switch that I enjoy playing. It's called Tetris 99. Okay. There was no advertisements for it. There was no, it was just launched. It was pushed out there. It's an online competitive Tetris game. Oh, wow. So there's 99 other people. So it's essentially 100 people. You plus the other 99. And then you're playing your board. And while you knock lines out of your board, you have choices on what you want to do with those lines. You can send them to other players to, to try to knock them out. Wow. So you're knocking them out. and to go, I mean, the goal is obviously to, to win, but you would be beating out 99 other players right. to you know get that top. And it gets faster. And uh, the more lines you knock out, the more lines you can send to somebody at one time. You can play defensively. You can play on the attack. You know that is actually a really addictive uh, retro uh, game that uh, the Switch put out. Yeah, if I were to pick up a Switch, I think that would be a go-to for me. I just love Tetris in any form, and right now I'm I'm playing it on a uh, system that I actually made, which is weird. I told you about this, but I'll tell the podcast groups here. But um, I actually there's there's a there's a whole community out there that tinker with the single board computers, um, and the most popular single board computer that's out there. These basically these little uh, computer boards that are about the size of a credit card. They're not that big at all, uh, but it comes with the computer board and there's an HDMI output. There's some USB inputs, and uh, they're not very powerful because they're not very big. Um, but comparatively to what we use, we used to use in a you know Nintendo or Super Nintendo. It's about uh, it's a little bit better, of course, because technology has gotten so much better. Uh, but yeah, there's these single board computers, and the, and the big boy on the block is something called the Raspberry Pi. Uh, that's the the name brand of it, and you can make so many different things with this Raspberry Pi. It's it's used for a lot of Internet of Things technology, like. You know, your smart toaster and your, you know, refrigerator that has Wi-Fi, you know. I want toast at 7 (laughs) a.m. Exactly. Hey, Alexa, make me some toast and your toaster toasts some toast for you. Um, But so they're in a lot of that stuff. But there's a whole um, like retro gaming community out there that they take these single board computers. And there's a uh, company out there named Retro Retro Flag. And there's a few other ones that they, they have made cases for these computers or for these single board computers that look exactly like you know the old school consoles like the nintendo like the super nintendo like the sega genesis and all these features like to where you hit the button and it turns on you hit the button it turns off you can reset it um it lights up the same way it's got little leds and uh there are ways out there i'm not going to tell anybody how to do it but if you google it you can find out there are ways to load up um little rom files or files of the the old retro video games that used to play as kids onto these things so essentially you could have a little 
SNES, almost like the uh, systems that Nintendo and and Genesis or uh, Sega have put out these days, these little micro consoles that you can buy at the store. Um, you can make your own, load them up with any number of retro games, and play them on your on your big screen TV. That's what I've done. It's a lot of fun. There are ways to do it um, that I won't really get into because not all of it is uh, on the up and up. But if you're <laughs> If you're at all interested, uh, Google it and find out. So Raspberry Pi, uh, retro gaming, and uh, you'll get to learn all about it. Yeah, I think it's one of those things. If they're listening to us, they may already kind of have an idea. Yeah, you might. What that is. <laughs> yeah, I'll say it's a lot harder because it's not like a plug-and-play system. Uh, you know, you might have to buy a controller for it and then uh, tell the tell the system which button inputs mean which. Uh, thing so there are a lot of intricacies to actually get it set up it's it's kind of difficult um it's not one of those you know nintendo lets out a, a retro gaming system charges a hundred dollars for it gets sold out in like five minutes and you got to spend five hundred dollars for it exactly and maybe you have 20 games on there and only 15 or ones that you actually like and you know you're you get to decide what's on there you get to decide what kind of controller you prefer to use whether it's the like the retro style or like a new ps4 controller you can use them um so the customizability on there is uh really something that uh, a lot of people are a big fan of uh but like i said it's it's tough it's got a learning curve um but it's definitely uh, kind of a hobby that i've picked up over the last couple of years well that's something that you kind of just reach back to your childhood these are the games that you were playing when you were young and it also plays a dual purpose too. So it's something that maybe uh, you can pass on to your daughter and you say, "Hey, this is, you know, this this is Tetris, or this is the original Tetris, or this is yeah. the original Mario." Because those games, if you're looking back on, they were so much easier to learn how to play. Just two buttons, left and right. Oh, sure, yeah. Now you have well, maybe eight buttons, two joysticks. One's controlling where they're looking. Right. One is where you're walking. Because I remember one of the first exposures to uh, video games I got my son was on the Xbox One. It was one of the uh, the Disney adventure games, the Disney... Yeah, I know what you're talking about, yep. Uh, but it was like Star Wars, because he loved Star Wars and, you know, just passing that on. Right. And he just kept on walking off things. Oh, yeah. Because he just, he couldn't, he didn't get the, the concept of looking with one stick and then walking with the other. Right. So it was just way too much. And that's when I learned, okay, I got I to gotta reel this way in. What is something that is going to be left right a b yeah and that's kind of where uh well the company i work for they're the ones that actually gave me the ability to get the switch for him because they give us points and everything throughout the year and i was able to cash them in and basically the whole system was on them last year oh wow and i got i went out there i said i'm never this guy i went out thanksgiving at gamestop to get the system because the system that uh, that i was looking for had Mario Kart loaded on it. Right. And it was, you also got like a $40 gift card. So Mario Kart plus another game basically for free. That's not a so bad I deal. Out, I, got the, I got the second to last one too. Yeah. But, uh, and well, then the way they get you is, okay, you do that and they know you're going to spend more money. Like, exactly. I got another game. I got a screen protector. I got a case. Exactly. Yeah. I got the works. But yeah, they, they know what they're doing when they do that. But uh, that's kind of, you know, how. We kind of got into it and became, you know, a Mario, you know, Nintendo family again. Yeah, no, I I'm there with you. I'd like to uh, to pick up a Switch. I think now that there there's some variations out there. I think you can buy a couple different Switches. Uh, uh, like well, a- they've got they've got two. Well, you got the main one that say we have, 
Yeah. And then I, w- I would say go to that one, honestly, because they just released a new... Well, the new one is you have to know what you're looking for. Yeah. Because the new one that they just released has a different serial number on the end of it. And it has an extended battery life on it. So okay. It's a longer life than this one here, but it's kind of hidden. Right. So you'd have to search online, Google it, to find exactly what serial number you're looking for on the box so you make sure you get that one. Uh, and that one has the detachable you know, joysticks and the Joy-Cons, and you can plug it actually into the docking station. You can play it on your TV. The second one that they're uh, either they're just getting ready to release or they have already released is actually just itself a handhold system. Wow. Joy-Cons don't come off. You don't play it on the TV. It is strictly a, like, a tablet-type use. Wow, that sounds... Uh, I mean, well, I guess you wouldn't know price points offhand, but I'd assume it'd be a little bit cheaper, right? I, I think it is a little cheaper. Okay. But I it also think it completely works against what is great about the Switch. Yeah, I hear that. It's all about the family rather than just the individual, you know, sticking himself in the corner and not talking to anybody forever. The Switch actually... Uh, the one with the detachable Joy-Cons, forces interaction. Oh, I hear you. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I would probably uh, buy for the the other, the original Switch that hooks up to the TV. That sounds more fun to me. Yeah. I I think absolutely, next time we come down there, we got to bring it with us. It's easy to hook up to the TV. It's just an HDMI cable to the TV. You drop this thing on the game in the actual docking station, and boom, you're off and running. There's one last thing I wanted to mention here uh, on our video game discussion, and I wanted to run it by you to see if you've heard of it, but uh, do you know anything about the Google Stadia? I can't say. No? Don't even know the name. All right, I'll inform you then. So over the next few months, it may be by the time the holiday season rolls out, Google is releasing their own, um, I wouldn't even call it a console, it's essentially a controller that you buy that dials into like a Google Chromecast or another way to in your to hook up to your TV. Um, and then what it does, it actually dials into Google's servers and you play video games off of their servers, if you can imagine that. It's kind of like Netflix for video games. Now, what kind of library are they going to have, though? Any information on that? I think it's fairly limited at first. They're going to have some games that have come out on the PC over the last year, a couple games that have come out over the the big consoles over the last couple years. Their big selling point is that essentially you're running games and streaming games off of Google servers that they've specifically designed and set aside for this service. Uh, so it's essentially it's like a monthly subscription service that gives you uh, access to all these games, um, and they are claiming that you only need to have like a twenty gigabit per second um, connection, and you'll be able to stream. F- uh, no, not twenty gigabits. I'm sorry, twenty uh, megabits per second connection. Was like twenty and gig? I mean, that's no, that's speed, that's boy. in the future. That's like ten yeah, years need, from now. You need a terabyte, you know, coming <laughs> to your house to be able to reach something like that. Yeah, um, but you'd be able to actually stream four in four K sixty uh, frames per second. That's what they're oh, claiming. Are you not streaming four K at twenty? That's what they're saying. I don't know yeah. how, but uh, that's what they're claiming. If you're streaming 4K at twenty, you're not doing absolutely anything else on the internet in your house. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, it almost feels like, I mean, just based on what you just told me about it, it sounds like they're getting into something that they're getting into way, way too late. That's what a lot of folks are saying, and they're curious about this thing, um, and they're wondering how it's actually going to perform because they're they're making a lot of bold claims. But uh, a lot of folks out there are pretty hesitant to, to think that they'll be able to actually um, do all the things that they're claiming this thing, thing's going to do. I'd have to sit and wait because I'm seeing Google. They're actually dabbling in a, a lot of places and really not feel like they're mastering anything besides what they're good at. <laughs> yeah, uh, besides got, being man, our corporate overlords. Yeah. I mean, they've launched new cell phones. They've got, you know, they're working on self-driving cars. They're working on all this. Now there's going to be a video game system coming out. Yeah. It just feels like they're, in this instance here, they're absolutely getting into the game way, way, way too late. And, I mean, even if it is what they're saying, I think Nintendo and Microsoft and PlayStation, they're, they're going to be so far advanced because they've already got the infrastructure in place. Yeah. I, I think it's, it's a tough sell for them to try to sell you on older video games that a lot of these gamers have already played because they're games that have come out on those other systems in the last few years. But, hey, played in ours because why exactly i don't know because it's a new service um so there's a lot of growing pains there i I get what they're trying to do and i think it's kind of cool technology wise but i just don't think we're we're there yet well i kind of feel like microsoft with the xbox was kind of going that way anyway because if you had an xbox gold membership you can download you know certain games a month and sometimes they were those retro games that you can go ahead and remember playing as a kid or sometimes it was a new game so they were already kind of going that route while i still had the system that i still used uh, I can see these systems doing that more and more to a point where you have just what looks like a cable box, you know, a 12 by 12 inch, just flat, something that just taps into the internet. Exactly. And uh, that's all it does. It becomes a, becomes a streaming device. It becomes a Roku or, you know, Apple TV. I mean, Apple's already talking about getting, uh, you know, streaming video games. Uh, I'm not sure how far along they are in that as well, but I don't know if it's going to be something that is... Uh, new releases or is that's going to be retro kind of like you were talking about with uh with google here and but that's another company that that i don't think video games are something they should they should get into right yeah they've got enough going on they've got they i mean they got me hook line and sinker with all their other products and i just got to you know show some you know control when they release this new phone come this holiday season not to go get it <laughs> yeah that's exactly right it's gonna be no different than the one i got right now besides maybe a couple more cameras on the back end of it yeah so little restraint is going to go a long way for me uh yeah um i agree it's tough sometimes to not want to get the uh newest best and latest but uh sometimes just because it's the newest doesn't mean it's the best uh but on that i mean i think we talked a lot about our histories and the uh the the gaming community what's going on what's coming up in the future um you folks listening what what are your what are some of your favorite video game titles of the past um are there any video games that have come out there where they've been instant buys for consoles for you come to think of it i mean we talked about mass effect i think metal gear solid 2 was the reason i bought a playstation 2 uh you know back in the day so what are some of your favorites uh let us know um send us a comment um like us on facebook now um, shoot us an email i mean we both have our emails i'm, I'm chris at dadnarock.com and that's sean at dadnarock.com and we get an email we'll respond back to it and i mean we haven't received any yet but this is the first time i'm putting it out there so uh good bad ugly let us know yeah that probably would have been a good idea we we've had these emails since the start of the show but uh we didn't give them out (laughs) oh no we've definitely neglected that fact 
yeah, that's right. Chris at dadnarock.com. Sean at dadnarock.com. Uh, let us know what you think of the show in general. And uh, I don't know. What do you say? Uh, that's a show, huh? Yeah, well, it's Sean, S-H-A-U-N, not S-E-A-N. Yeah, don't go spelling it like uh, all those other fools out there. This is the right way to spell it. Okay, yeah, well, uh, I'd like to you know, thank everyone for you know, downloading and listening today. Uh, uh, we've gone through a lot, and I think this is a good place to say, you know, that Dad Negrock is uh, signing off for the evening. All right, see you later. <laughs> <laughs>